Hi, and welcome to Seeking the Gospel Truth. I'm Giselle Aguiar, and every Sunday is Psalm Sunday. I'll be reading one or two psalms and explaining how they point to Jesus Christ and the good news of his true salvation and or Bible prophecy. I'll also show you how to pray the psalms. I pray that as you hear God's word, it will inspire you to study the Bible daily for yourself. Seek the truth. I pray that God opens your heart, eyes, and mind to understand what the Holy Spirit is trying to tell you. As you become rooted in the word, you'll also be rooted in the hope, joy, and peace that only the living God, Jesus Christ, can give. Be blessed. Psalms of Ascent. Songs focused on God, trouble, trust, and triumph. Way back in Deuteronomy, Moses, speaking for God, explained that the Israelites had to celebrate seven festivals each year. They were Passover, Harvest, Weeks, or Pentecost in the spring. These Jesus fulfilled. Then Rosh Hashanah, the Feast of Trumpets, Yom Kippur, the Day of Atonement, and Tabernacles, the Feast of Shelters, or Sukkot in the fall, which we happen to be in the midst of those right now. Um, Yom Kippur was today and Sukkot is next week, next Tuesday, uh, starts a week festival. Um, and if you wanna learn more about them, you can click on over to my blog and I've, and I've got links to those, plus a video at the bottom. Because uh, um, um, Jesus will fulfill the fall festivals when he comes a second time. See, he fulfilled the spring festivals with his first coming and then he'll fulfill the fall festivals with his second coming and if you don't understand what all that means you can check out the video uh from um by amir safati from behold israel and he explains them very very well so click on my blog at the bottom so um three of the seven festivals were an absolute must it's passover pentecost and tabernacles um when Solomon dedicated the temple that was finally finished and they brought the Ark of the Covenant in that was in yesterday's one. It was the Feast of Tabernacles. Um, so um, in ancient times, people walked, walked. Jerusalem was built on five mountains. Okay, it was an uphill climb from anywhere. Now, click on, go on over to my blog and I have a map there from uh, Free Bible Images. And um and you can see where jerusalem is where some of the other cities we've talked about shiloh and jericho um and um um uh, shechem samaria uh, uh gilboa gilboa gideon um uh, gaza you know, Hebron, all of those, you can see where they are in comparison to Jerusalem. Dan was like the furthest away. Um, uh, Mount Hermon was the fur furthest away north. Um, Beersheba was the furthest south. But uh, Jerusalem is towards the south. It's just just east of the top part of the Dead Sea, if you can imagine the map of, map of Israel in your head without clicking over to my blog. Um, you know, so it was a long walk. And, and um, um, there's there's a video also in the bottom of my blog of uh, these folks who took the hike from Jericho to Jerusalem. 
uh, and um, you know, so you could see the desert and what it was like and the people hiking, you know, and what it would be like to walk through that. So as the people walked, they sang these psalms. And these 15 psalms from 120 to 134 are organized in five groups of three. Each triad takes us from trouble to trust to triumph. They speak of trouble and call to God. They confirm their trust in God, and then they triumph in the Lord's victory over their problems. And that's how our lives should be. So these are short, so we'll go through each one. So let's dig in. Starting with Psalm 120. I took my troubles to the Lord. I cried out to him and he answered my prayer. Rescue me, O Lord, from liars and from deceitful people. O deceptive tongue, what will God do to you? How will he increase your punishment? You will be pierced with sharp arrows and, burn, and burned with glowing coals. How I suffer in far off Meshech. In the, it pains me to live dis, in distant Kedar. I am tired of living among the people who hate peace. I search for peace, but when I speak of peace, they want war. Okay, verse five is, is prophetic. Meshech uh, is Russia and Kedar is um, the Arabs, Israel's biggest enemies. But it's interesting because um, right now, uh, Jews from all over the world, from, from, from Russia, from Germany, from, from Spain, for, from other, um, other Arab, Arab nations, you know, per, Persia used to be, um, is now Iran, that used to be Babylon. Um, you know, that's where they were. They've been all over. So now, now they're, they're coming back to Israel. So this is, this is saying, I suffer in far off Russia. It pains me to live in distant Arab lands. I am tired of living among people who hate peace and I search for peace. When I speak peace, they want war. And verses six and seven describe really how it is today. Israel wants peace and all these other countries want is war. And to keep up with the Middle East, follow Amir Safati on Telegram. And I have a link to his Telegram account there. And note also the Hebrew name for Jerusalem is Zion. And it is used interchangeably throughout these Psalms. Next, we have Psalm 121. This is one of my personal favorites. I look up to the mountains. Does my help come from there? My help comes from the Lord who made heaven and earth. He will not let you stumble. The one who watches over you will not slumber. Indeed, he who watches over Israel never slumbers or sleeps. The Lord himself watches over you. The Lord stands beside you as your protective shade. The sun will not harm you by day nor the moon at night. The Lord keeps you from all harm and watches over your life. The Lord keeps watch over you as you come and go, both now and forever. Then we have Psalm 122, which is a Psalm of David. I was glad when they said to me, let us go to the house of the Lord. And now here we are standing outside your gates, O Jerusalem. Jerusalem is a well-built city. Its seamless walls cannot be breached. All the tribes of Israel, the Lord's people, make their pilgrimage here. They come to give thanks to the name of the Lord, as the law requires of Israel. Here stand the thrones where judgment is given, the thrones of the dynasty of David. Pray for peace in Jerusalem. May all who love the city prosper. 
Oh, Jerusalem, may there be peace within your walls and prosperity in your palaces. For the sake of my family and friends, I will say, may you have peace. For the sake of the house of the Lord our God, we seek what is best for you, O Jerusalem. Folks, we need to pray this regularly. Pray for the peace of Jerusalem and Israel. God told us back in Genesis, Genesis 12, 3, I will bless those who bless you and curse those who treat you with contempt. Play it safe. Pray for Israel. Next, we have Psalm 123. I lift my eyes to you, O God, enthroned in heaven. We keep looking to the Lord, our God, for his mercy, just as his servants keep their eyes on their master as a slave girl watches her mistress for the slightest signal. Have mercy on us, Lord, have mercy, for we have had our fill of contempt. We have had more than our fill of scoffing of the proud and the contempt of the arrogant. Psalm 124, a Psalm of David. What if the Lord had not been on our side? Let Israel repeat. What if the Lord had not been on our side when people attacked us? They would have swallowed us alive in their burning anger. The waters would have engulfed us. A torrent would have overwhelmed us. Yes, the raging waters of their fury would have overwhelmed our very lives. Praise the Lord who did not let their teeth tear us apart. We escaped like a bird from the hunter's trap. The trap is broken and we are free. Our help is from the Lord who made heaven and earth. Psalm 125, those who trust in the Lord are as secure as Mount Zion. They will not be defeated, but will endure forever. Just as the mountains surround Jerusalem, so the Lord surrounds his people both now and forever. The wicked will not rule the land of the godly, for then the godly might be tempted to do wrong. O Lord, do good those who are good those hearts are in tune with you but banish those who turn to crooked ways O lord take them away with those who do evil may israel have peace psalm 126 when the lord brought back his exiles to jerusalem or zion it was like a dream we were filled with laughter and we sang for joy and the other nations said, what amazing things the Lord has done for them. Yes, the Lord has done amazing things for us. What joy. Restore our fortunes, Lord, as streams renew the desert. Those who plant in tears will harvest with shouts of joy. They weep as they go to plant their seed, but they sing as they return with the harvest. Psalm 127, a Psalm of Solomon. Unless the Lord builds a house, the work of the builders is wasted. Unless the Lord protects a city, guarding it with sentries will do no good. It is useless for you to work so hard from early morning until late at night, anxiously working for food to eat, for God gives rest to his loved ones. Children are a gift from the Lord. They are a reward from him. Children born to a young man are like arrows in a warrior's hands. How joyful is the man whose quiver is full of them. He will not be put to shame when he confronts his accusers at the city gates. Psalm 128. How joyful are those who fear the Lord, all who follows his ways. You will enjoy the fruit of your labor. How joyful and prosperous you will be. Your wife will be like a fruitful grapevine flourishing within your home. Your children will be like vigorous young olive trees as they sit around your table. That is the Lord's blessing for those who fear him. 
May the Lord continually bless you from Zion. May you see Jerusalem prosper as long as you live. May you live to enjoy your grandchildren and may Israel have peace. Psalm 129. From my earliest youth, my enemies have persecuted me. Let all Israel repeat this. From my earliest youth, my enemies have persecuted me, but they have never defeated me. My back is covered with cuts as if a farmer had plowed, plowed long furrows. That's prophetic for Jesus's suffering. But the Lord is good. He has cut me free from the ropes of the ungodly. Resurrected from the dead. May all who hate Jerusalem be turned back in shameful defeat. May they be as useless as grass on a rooftop, turning yellow when only half grown, ignored by the harvester, despised by the binder. And may those who pass by refuse to give them this blessing. The Lord bless you. We bless you in the Lord's name. Psalm 130. From the depths of despair, O Lord, I call for your help. Hear my cry, O Lord. Pay attention to my prayer. Lord, if you kept a record of our sins, who, O Lord, could ever survive? But you offer forgiveness that we might learn to fear you. I am counting on the Lord. Yes, I am. <coughs> Excuse me. I am counting on him. I have put my hope in his word. I long for the Lord. More than centuries long for the dawn. Yes, more than centuries long for the dawn. Have you ever worked a night shift? Yeah. <laughs> the sentries on the wall. Oh, Israel, hope in the Lord. For with the Lord, there is unfailing love. His redemption overflows. He himself will redeem Israel from every kind of sin. Well, guess who the, the last two verses are describing? Yes, Jesus, our redeemer. Psalm 131, a psalm of humility, a psalm of David. Lord, my heart is not proud. My eyes are not haughty. I don't concern myself with matters too great or too awesome for me to grasp. Instead, I have calmed and quieted myself like a weaned child who no longer cries for his, its mother's milk. Yes, like a weaned child is my soul within me. Oh, Israel. Put your hope in the Lord now and always. Can you honestly speak that psalm? Hit rewind a little bit and listen to that one again, or click on my blog and read it. Psalm 131, a psalm of humility. Psalm 132, Lord, remember David and all that he suffered. He made a solemn promise to the Lord. He vowed to the mighty one of Israel or Jacob, I will not go home. I will not let myself rest. I will not let my eyes sleep nor close my eyelids in slumber until I find a place to build a house for the Lord, a sanctuary for the mighty one of Israel. We heard that the ark was in Ephrathah. Then we found it in the distant countryside of Jair. Let us go to the sanctuary of the Lord. Let us worship at the footstool of his throne. Arise, O Lord, and enter your resting place along with the ark, the symbol of your power. May your priests be clothed in godliness. May your loyal servants sing for joy. For the sake of your servant, David, do not reject the king you have anointed. That's the Messiah, Jesus. 
The Lord swore an oath to David with a promise he will never take back. I will place one of your descendants on your throne. If your descendants obey the terms of my covenant and the laws that I teach them, then your royal line will continue forever and ever. For the Lord has chosen Jerusalem. He has desired it for his home. This is my resting place forever, he said. I will live here for this is the home I desired. I will bless this city and make it prosperous. I will satisfy its poor with food. I will clothe its priests with godliness. Its faithful servants will sing for joy. Here I will increase the power of David. My anointed one will be the light for my people. That's Jesus. Go to go to John chapter 1. I will clothe my enemies with shame, but he will be a glorious king. And this one goes 132. This one goes with yesterday's chapter when Solomon brings the ark to its permanent resting place. Psalm 133, a Psalm of David. How wonderful and pleasant it is when brothers live together in harmony. For harmony is as precious as the anointing oil that was poured over Aaron's head that ran down his beard and onto the border of his robe. Harmony is as refreshing as the dew from Mount Hermon that falls on the mountains of Zion. And there the Lord has pronounced his blessing, even life everlasting. And last but not least, Psalm 134. So this, uh, this is like the psalmist gets to Jerusalem at night and is excited. Oh, praise the Lord, O oh servants of the Lord, you who serve at night in the house of the Lord. Lift your hands toward the sanctuary and praise the Lord. May the Lord who made heaven and earth bless you from Jerusalem. This world is not our home. Thank God. I thank Jesus for his sacrifice. This world is not my home. All born again Christians are citizens of heaven, just like the ancient Hebrew pilgrims who looked up towards Jerusalem with a yearning and joy. We believers look up to our heavenly home in our confident hope. Jesus promises us a new heaven and a new earth as well as a new Jerusalem. Paul wrote in Philippians 3, verse 13, Forgetting the past and looking forward to what lies ahead, I press on to reach the end of the race and receive the heavenly prize for which God, through Christ Jesus, is calling us. Through Christ Jesus. Not through a church, not through Mary, not through saints. Through Christ Jesus, Messiah HaMashiach is calling us. Do you hear Jesus calling your name? Jesus said in Revelation 3.20, look, I stand at the door and knock. If you hear my voice and open the door, I will come in and we will share a meal together as friends. Jesus is knocking at the door of your heart. Let him in. What are you waiting for? Invite Jesus into your heart and receive the gift and confident hope of eternal life. If you don't know what to say, if you don't know what to do, there's a prayer in the show notes, or you can click on over to my blog and click where it says how to invite Jesus into your heart. And don't forget, I got two videos at the bottom of today's blog. You've got to check them out. They are amazing. Soli Deo Gloria. To God alone be the glory. Thank you for listening to this episode. I pray that the Holy Spirit, the author of scripture, touched your heart to reveal the gospel truth that our hope of salvation is through Jesus Christ alone. 
If you have any comments or questions, feel free to reach out to me via my website or social media. I encourage you to read the Bible daily and seek the truth for yourself. I recommend that you download two free Bible study apps, the YouVersion Bible app and Through the Word. Friends, we are living in strange, crazy times, the last days, the end times. But know that things aren't falling apart, they are falling into place. Jesus said in Revelation 3, 20-22, Look, I stand at the door and knock. If you hear my voice and open the door, I will come in, and we will share a meal together as friends. Those who are victorious will sit with me on my throne, just as I was victorious and sat with my father on his throne. Anyone with ears to hear must listen to the Spirit and understand what he is saying to the churches. Jesus is knocking. It's up to you to open the door. Peter told us in 2 Peter 3.9, The Lord isn't really being slow about his promise, as some people think. No, he is being patient for your sake. He does not want anyone to be destroyed or perish, but wants everyone to repent. Jesus is coming back soon. Are you ready? Repent of your sins and invite Jesus into your heart right now. If you don't know what to say, there's a prayer in the show notes and on my blog. Jesus said in Matthew 24:14, and the good news about the kingdom will be preached throughout the whole world so that all nations will hear it and then the end will come. Soli Deo Gloria, to God alone be the glory.